The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? How many games the first series? Use IMAP to play. check Find email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to 2021 Predictions Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to discuss all of our predictions for the wonder that is this year, that is 2021. Joining us for SEO Predictions Week on the Voices of Search podcast is both Jordan Cooney, who is a world-renowned SEO strategist and advisor to Search Metrics, and Tyson Stockton, Search Metrics' Vice President of Services. So far this week, Tyson, Jordan, and I have talked about our predictions for how Google is going to evaluate content and some of their core algorithm updates. And today we're going to turn the page and talk about some of the technical changes that we believe Google will be making in 2021. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton from Searchmetrics. Jordan, Tyson, happy 2021 again. And let's talk about our predictions for this upcoming year. Hey, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Still looking forward to 2021. Excited to have our first week of the year upon us, at least in podcast publishing land. I know it's still 2020 while we're recording this, but hey, let's be honest, we're all looking forward to 2021 now, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> all right. So, hey, guys, we talked about some of the content changes that we thought Google was going to be making this year, 2021. And now let's talk a little bit about some of the technical changes. We had the rollout or at least the announcement of Core Web Vitals in 2020. What are some of the technical changes that you predict Google will be making in 2021? You know, Ben, I think one of the biggest things that Google's going to be looking at from a technical standpoint is going to be performance metrics. So they're going to be really driving in, in particular, oddly enough, less so on the speed side and more so on some of the design and experience expectations that they're going to have for webmasters. 
I think notably they'll focus on mobile and how mobile experiences help and benefit users and standardizing some of those expectations that users have as Google tries more aggressively to push the mobile mantra, but also then create some requirements that webmasters have to follow so that there's at least some guidance behind what the recommendations are. Tyson, tell me about your technical predictions for 2021. I agree with a lot of what Jordan said. I think going back to just kind of like previous announcements from Google, there was the announcement too during this, and I believe it was late summer that they announced it, that they were postponing mobile index rollout to some websites till next year, which, you know, they're kind of basically buying a little bit of time, a little bit of a reminder for some of us too, that not all websites have already made that transition. So I do agree that one, mobile is going to be the main focus for technical SEO from a performance standpoint. And there has been some communication, some chatter as far as core web vitals being used like as a mobile valuation factor versus like a desktop. So I think from how Google's looking and waiting, we're going to see this further iteration and kind of like solidification into mobile first index. The way that they're looking at kind of evaluating is going to be based upon the mobile experience. And then I think with that too, and a little bit to Jordan's point, is before a lot of the technical SEO had been more in like the form of just page speed. And it was lighthouse, lighthouse, lighthouse. And obviously you either have other elements like linking, whatever else in that as well. But I think with the core web vitals is it's moving beyond just a speed conversation and it's more of like what that experience is. And I think Google over the course of the last couple of years have been so heavy on like the content, content, content narrative within a lot of their PR that it's kind of coming back around to technical. And I think the biggest focus of that is going to be within the experience and measuring these elements that impact user experience that may not be just speed. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Google making technical SEO great again. <laughs> Excited for this for 2021. But let's talk a little bit about the format when we talk about some of the tools Google's made, there's been AMP, which was designed to be a standard that helps people load their pages as fast as possible. What are the predictions that you have for the AMP style pages? 
Okay, so this is going to be a little more, I guess, controversial, a little more to my own personal opinion. I don't expect to see AMP being actually as significant as what I think a lot of people thought it was going to be in previous years. So initially it was like, hey, this is starting out in news and media, but then there's other people like we'll expand out to other verticals from there. There was like early chatter of Google trying to get e-commerce sites into adopting AMP, which caused quite a bit of challenges for a lot of e-commerce sites that were trying that. I think it won't disappear, but seeing now on one hand, A, it's not exclusively AMP sites within the carousel. And then also some of this pressure that they're facing from the antitrust lawsuits, I think that could be an area that could be under scrutiny from it. Because essentially what Google would be doing from this is saying, hey, if you give us your data and let us house and host your pages, then we can give you this preferred treatment into the AMP carousel. And I think that is kind of going into the, hey, if you adopt and use, give us your information and your systems, then we're going to give you this preferred treatment. That's going to be under scrutiny. And so if you remove some of the benefits of AMP, some of the additional challenges that it might give to a website to implement, the attractiveness of pushing and moving towards AMP may not be as strong as what we saw in previous years. So I kind of actually think AMP is probably something that I would anticipate to decrease a little bit instead of further increasing, which I think has been the more common viewpoint on AMP overall. It actually brings up an interesting topic of debate. If AMP is something that allows Google to basically own and control the data and the content somebody's created in exchange for preferential treatment in search results, you could also say that about any sort of other data submission, rich and featured snippets, uh, everything that's happening with shopping, all of the Google feed type products could be considered similar. And so if AMP is going to be in under speculation because of some of the antitrust stuff, which I'm sure we'll talk about at some point in this week, why wouldn't that also be extended into some of the data feeds that Google would be getting? I wouldn't disagree, Ben. I think that that's exactly one of the challenges that the DOJ or honestly any organization or institution or a state attorney general would have in terms of making an argument that say AMP is some sort of a preferential treatment to those websites. I think that ultimately what we need to be thinking about as SEOs is more about what's the technology that we have at our availability and what can we actually scale with very quickly. And I think one of the damages to AMP in terms of its prolification and becoming more and more widely used is that Newer technologies that have allowed the speed and effectiveness of mobile and other experiences to render and devices, in particular, the use of service workers around, say, PWA has become really cheap and really easy to access. And because of this, it is essentially not as valuable for you to play in Google's AMP world because you can essentially get equivalent or close to equivalent rendering and experience in terms of speed outside of AMP. Jordan, I like where we're going so far this year. It seems like we're agreeing. And Tyson, who showed up 27 minutes late to this podcast recording. <laughs> we're saying the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, Tyson. 2021, the year of peace and harmony. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with both Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson or Jordan, you can find links to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Jordan's handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. And Tyson's is Tyson underscore Stockton. 
or you can visit their websites. Jordan's is jordancooney.com and Tyson's is tysonstockton.com. And join us again tomorrow when we continue this conversation talking about our predictions for alternative formats of search. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.